Small show this week with Robin Dan away, but Nick brings us an article talking about the contraction of beer as a market share within the alcohol industry. Wendy talks about chain breweries, and we discuss their part within the craft beer world. Ken reminds you to buy swag for Atrevida over in Colorado as a thank you to his service and helping save countless lives during the Club Q shooting, and then ends the show talking about marijuana, CBD, and alcohol regulations and where the FDA and TTB begin to step in. We are off next week, December 9th, because we will be live at 4 Elf Day at Dark Horse in Marshall, Michigan on December 10th. Come join us, and we'll see you the following week live on BetterOnDraft.tv. And we are live, the craft news segment, craft beer news segment. I fucked that up last week, too. Craft beer news segment of Better On Draft podcast for December 2nd, 2022. Folks, we actually have a giveaway that we need to do. And this Wait, giveaway, we, give, we give away stuff on these shows? We, we do give away. We're giving away uh, a four-year draft vert of Bourbon County Barrel-Aged Stout at Three Nicks Scoreboard in Allen Park. Uh, we're, giving, we're giving away two single tickets. The, the, the objective here, folks, 40 ounces of barrel-aged beer, not good to drink, then drive. Uh, share it with a friend, maybe two friends, you know, three-ounce pours of each. Uh, you each get 12 ounces total, not too bad. Uh, you can split it however you want, uh, but each person is only going to get one ticket uh, for the winners. So with that in mind, with the Better on Draft, we're going to give away one right now. Uh, we will reach out to you too. Uh, so, um, you know what? We're, we're just going to go straight from Instagram and uh, Nicholas... Uh, this is going to be hard because there are some breweries who uh, liked the page too, and I'm not going to give it to a brewery as oh. much as uh, we might like you uh, hot plate beer. Um, you cannot win because I don't think you're going to be in town. And if you are in town, tell me, and I will just go what, buy you. What, what day? Just go buy him one. Yeah. Uh, you you have a week to turn in the ticket. Uh, starting with Monday, December 5th until December 11th at 3 Nick Scoreboard in Allen Park. You can just show up at any time, uh, show them your ID, and you get four 10-ounce pours of barrel-aged beer. Uh, so for this, Wendy, give me a number between 1 and uh, 10. 40. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say 1 in 100. Uh, 1 in 10, 8. 8. All right, so we're going to go uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, God. I hope you're local because uh, I don't know you. Um, Orgozorus. He looks like he's a, a bike technician, so he might be able to ride his bike. Uh, Orgolan, it looks like might be his real name. Uh, we will reach out to you over on uh instagram as you are a winner congratulations uh but with the craft beer news we are going to start off this segment with wendy wendy what is your article for today so i um saw today that the saucy brew works uh based in cincinnati but um actually has a branch in detroit has a tap room in detroit um has bought a local brewery there, the Kings and Kings Mills, the Cartridge Brewing, uh, which is on the old Miami Riverbanks. It is a historical, it's in a historical building. The factory was built in the 1880s. It's in, in I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared to start today, apparently. Um, cartridges in the old Peter's Cartridge Company factory 
built in the 1880s, which also houses 134 apartments. And the reason I wanted to bring it up is it's a kind of a chain brewery that has bought a local brewery. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, I mean, I get that it's a chain, but it's such like, whenever we think of things like this, we always look at the size, like how much beer mm-hmm. are they making? Cause we, we think of like BJ's is a big chain or granted city is yeah, BJ, CJ, no, not CJ's BJ's brew house. That's it, right? Yeah. BJ's. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, it's BJ's. Granite City, like we that's that's when we think, especially nationwide, um, of this. Like Saucy Brew Works, as much as it's a chain, I think it's just just more a a brewery with multiple tap rooms, including one in Michigan. Um, so so for this, whether it's Granite City or whether it's Saucy Brew Works, I mean, um, this is where we get into the world of just just business, so. If it's a brewery, maybe there was a retirement and someone needed to come in with money or maybe they, you know, were on hard times and they needed to uh, do something. I mean, we, we don't necessarily know the the intricacies of it, but for me, if it's another brewery and another option, are, are they keeping the the brewery name or are they just changing it to Saucy Brewworks? And- nope. They are apparently they're keeping the staff and everything the same they're gonna mix some of the um recipes so you'll get some of the saucy beers at cartridge you'll get some of the cartridge beers at saucy um what i thought was really cool about it though was that um brent zimmerman the co-founder and ceo of saucy Brewworks, um said he was a graduate of miami university in oxford and when they connected they connected with this opportunity because they visited the facility and instantly fell in love with the architecture setting and deep history of the Peters Cartridge Company and the surrounding buildings. So I thought it was really cool that they did this to basically preserve a piece of the history in their community. Yeah, I mean, that's if if you're not only are you going to get new beers now, I think it, it helps up Saucy Brewworks game because they're going to have new recipes and the ability to create brews that might be more experimental, especially if they're going to allow them to continue to make beers, keep the staff on um, to where it's just not another brewery in a box. Um, kind, kind of like what, what they do with Granite City out here in uh, Northville. I think the Northville one is the one that has their own like brew system and mm-hmm. they have the ability to kind of do what they want. So sure, they got the, the, the Granite City beers, but Granite City Northville can now make Granite City Northville specific beers that give you a little bit of an extra taste so that it's just not another Granite City. Well, and have you guys been to the Saucy Brewworks in Detroit? I have not. We talked about it uh, with a, a few people on the Michigan Craft Beer Discord um, who went there. I I still have not gotten to that one. Uh, I thought their beers were delicious and their pizzas were amazing. They were really good. I think they do a, what do you call it, too? A, uh, um, a discounted pizza day? Because I think it's, a, it's definitely a little pricey from what I have seen. But I think they do like a discounted pizza day to where you can go in and I mean I'm all for a good deal, so especially if it involves food and beer, I'm I'm ready for it. True story. What about you, Nick? So, what, do you, what do you think of the the buyout? Like do you think that 
like the freedom that they're going to get really doesn't matter or do you think that saucy might just kind of like step on their throat and force them to do what they want no offense to Saucy, I've never, I don't know their business practices. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't it's know. Just I don't, business. Yeah, I think, yeah, this, I think this is just a business move, and I, I hope, I hope when a company buys out something that's smaller, that they try to preserve a little bit of what was there before, for respect, for what was there, and respect to the clientele, the customers that go there, right. That's what we hope for. Does it happen? I think it happens sometimes, but I think sometimes it also uh, doesn't happen. So, I, you know, it, it, they saw this as an opportunity to expand, and they 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 seize the opportunity. This is, I think, this is this is business, and uh, you're you might make moves that might make other people not happy, but that's uh, it. It's a dog eat dog world, you know. But I, I, I hope that Saucy Brew works again. To your point, Kent, I don't know much about them. I don't know their their business ID platform or their their plans or anything like that. Uh, hopefully, they 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 maintain or preserve something um, that was once there from from Kings Mills cartridge there. Hopefully, you know, uh, maybe they will. But one one can hope. Well, Nick, what's your uh, what's your news article? Uh, mine's a little bit more on the serious side again. I think this is what two weeks running now, which was just kind of crazy. So the uh, National Beer Sailors Association they have what's called the Beer Purchasers Index, and for the sixth straight month now in a row, they are looking at the industry contracting. So the Cliff Notes version, the Beer Purchasers Index, anything that's greater than a, than a 50 in the Beer Purchasers Index indicates that the industry is expanding. Anything less than a 50 means it's going through contraction. Uh, at the end of November, they rated the the in, they gave the index a score of 38, which include which basically uh, indicates that it is contracting. Uh, that is after having a 37 in October, which was the lowest so far for 2022. Uh, at-risk inventory, beer at risk of going out of code in the next 30 days, contracted in the month of November with a reading of 49 following a year-high high, year high reading of 56 in October. Now, what's interesting here is that I wanted to, you know, to before I started speaking on this, I, you know, wanted to get a feel as to, well, how's the industry doing as a whole? Because the, the index actually gets broken down into sub-numbers based on Import beer, craft beer, premium lights, all the way down to seltzers and ciders. Here's something that really caught my my interest in my intrigue. The craft index, the craft beer purchasers index through this year's, through this year of November, listen to this, is a 25. So that means it's contracting, but it's, it's contracting more than the industry as a whole. Compared to last November in 2021, the craft index was at 47. So almost a 50% decrease from year to year in the craft beer industry. Um, what are your guys, it's numbers, but we've seen, you know, breweries shutter. We've seen breweries get purchased. 
What are your guys' thoughts? Is it just the numbers game? Is it the you know? Is it a thing with the holidays? Is it inflation? The supply chain crisis? What are your? What? Are, how do you guys? How would you guys read into this? Wendy, on the spot first. I know, right? Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just doing my best because I know I like to. No, I don't like to. I just kind of. Uh, overtake shows sometimes or a spew everything and then Wendy's just like yeah that's what I was going to say so I just want to make sure you get you know your your voice is heard and not heard through me this is probably the one time that it would be good for you to do that because I'm <laughs> like half of the words that you said I was like wait what okay well if you if if you would like I will I will hop in yeah go ahead and then I'll so when, when Jack came in last week, uh, this is the Zatuna Liquor Michigan Series episode number 31, uh, he talked a lot about how there are the, the beer sales themselves are going down, but there are other industries that are recuperating um, where that money is. The money is spent somewhere else. So the money is getting spent in the liquor category. The money is getting spent um, in the FMB category. Um, but also when we're dealing with especially seltzers, seltzers that were malt-based seltzers that were taxed as beer. Now there are liquor-based seltzers that are taxed not as beer anymore. So when you're seeing these types of things, because this is all based on, again, taxes. So while it's the beer is down, that includes seltzer from like odd side. Uh, but as people are moving away from craft beer and not moving away due to any negative issues, they're taking their money and they're going to RTDs. They're going to spirits. They're going to the options that they may have wanted um, where they're not necessarily wanting to go back into the uh, on-premise category. And that's the huge thing that I would want to see is the changes of on-premise versus off-premise uh, over the last three years, uh, let's say four years. Um, seeing those changes and those increases and decreases uh, between each category, between on-premise and off-premise, uh, I, I think will tell a much broader story of what's going on. Because alcohol as a whole is not down 5.3% year over year. But just just beer is. That's beer as a whole, not craft beer. Correct, Nick? What, yeah, beer as a whole. Yeah, so the, it, it factors in FMBs. It factors in... Uh, it even factors in cider, apparently, which I thought cider would be taxed as wine and not beer. Um, so the, there are laws, regulations, and rules that kind of will adjust and fix this. But I think it's also what the 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 country wants now. I mean, we we went through our craft beer phase. It's not going away, but I, I think we it's potentially reached an apex to where people want the RTDs. I mean, when we went to uh, Oddside Ales for Black Friday, like my girlfriend, she loves craft beer, but give her the opportunity for a cocktail, she's going to do a cocktail. So she did their version of a uh, a white Russian. Um, when we went to, you know, bought beer to go from Oddside, she got the old-fashioned beer, uh, the beer that tastes like an old-fashioned. Like the, the people who love cocktails or want to get back into cocktails because they miss being on-premise are going towards these RTDs, going towards spirits, and trying stuff at home. And with the uh, pro prolific increase of websites like Instagram Reels, Facebook, and, of course, TikTok, people know how to make these cocktails at home now. It's not a 
it's not a, a, a hidden secret. Like these people are going to walk you through how to do it. And if you now know, okay, well, you know what? I can go buy a, a fifth of rum and bitters and a few other, you know, ingredients and make my own old, you know, old fashions for, you know, a dollar fifty on the, the drink as opposed to spending eight, nine, $10 at a bar. Um, Please don't put rum in your old fashions. No, I, I, I don't know what an old fat, what's an old fashioned. Um, <laughs> I know it's a white Russian. You can. I've seen it happen, but it's not as it's not as tasty as you would think it was. It's a new fashion. Yeah. That's that's a Ken joke for sure. <laughs> um, but Wendy, what about you? Uh, so yes, I agree. Um, sadly, you caught me not paying attention a hundred percent to what was going on. I was reading stuff on the social media, um, <laughs> which I probably shouldn't just have admitted that but yeah i 100 percent agree i don't necessarily think that it's beer itself that's down i think it's just that people are expanding their interests within the market you know that's why they say this is your show you can do whatever you want on this show because it's your show i mean we talk about expanding their expanding markets and expanding what people's interested in I'm not sure if you looked at Zatuna's uh, Liquor's Facebook page in the last couple of hours. Did you know that Kellogg's Eggos have an eggnog available? No, but I did see at... I would probably try that. I went to Tippin's, uh, and they had an eggnog, I think, bread pudding. Eggnog bread pudding. Yeah, it was the craziest okay. thing. I forgot to send it to uh, uh, Ashley Price over at... Um, uh, Metropolitan Valley over in Detroit, but yeah, Tippins has an eggnog bread pudding you could pick up. Oh my gosh! Uh, I I hadn't been to Tippins in a while, and I went there for the first time because I'm like, I just want something easy for dinner and the ability to pick up booze. Um, my older uh, Adam used to make his own eggnog; it was amazing. Really? Oh yeah, he did it from scratch. It was. I used to make him make two batches so that he could take it to whatever party he was going to, and then he'd just leave some at the house. Well, I didn't make him. I begged him, but that's yeah, another story. I, I, I still think, you know, craft beer is going to be here. Domestic beer is going to be here. Like, the, the money is just getting shifted. Um, yeah. And I think spirits is where it is right now. I think this is going to be the heyday for all these Michigan craft spirit companies, like the Two James and Rusted Crow and all these... Um, Journeyman, like all these companies are going to see a huge uptick for what they want or for what they're selling. Um, I, I'm not a fan of like Coppercraft's RTDs, but their spirits are so good. Uh, but I don't think I've had one RTD uh, that I've liked. I don't know if you guys have, but I just have never had an RTD. Generally, RTDs for me are too sweet. Yeah. Like even with... Um, Shandies and Radlers, when you buy them in a bottle pre-made, are not the same as making your own shandy at home. So I think that it's just it's too sweet, which is why I don't like it. Um, but I do like it when I can go to a brewery and get a cocktail that has been made for me to take home with me. Yeah, Gull Lake does that where they'll they'll make cocktails to go. Um, I know. Uh, what's the place? Ale Mary's in Royal Oak, I think, does it too, because Ale Mary's also does uh, drams to go. 
uh, which is great for especially their really good bourbon and whiskey selection. If you want something that you don't want to throw money down on a bottle, but you want a shot, yes, you're going to pay bar prices, but you know it's worth it. It it, it is like I, I I grabbed a two ounce um, shot of Hibiki Seventeen, and I'm like, because I don't want to spend. First of all, finding a bottle is ridiculous. Second of all, you're finding a bottle secondary market. Um, but yeah, that's that's. I, I just think think money is moving around. We're not mm. increasing or decreasing. I don't think I don't think in this is probably gonna get me hate, but I don't think inflation's <laughs> hitting everyone as much as the news will make you want to believe. Um No, no, no. I, I I think I think things will things will settle down a little bit. Um, I think there, there's, again, with inflation, there's just so many fucking caveats and rules and things that have happened because of it. Um, that isn't just because inflation, it's because of everything else. But, uh, that's another show, another time, maybe when, uh, you know, Michigan becomes the first, uh, primary state, uh, we start our own (laughs) politics podcast, but Nick, oh brother, (laughs) Nick, Nicholas, Uh, yes. I, I need help because I need to I need to give away one more ticket. We bought two Another tickets. Ticket? Yeah, all we right. Bought, we bought two tickets for three Nick scoreboard folks. You can go get tickets yourself. Forty two bucks. You have forty two dollars. It's forty ounces of Bourbon County for and one thousand percent here to tell you they are not paying us to do this. They have not been a sponsor on our show for years. I just love Ryan and the team over at Three Nicks. They're great. They're fun. Um, they're, they're just super nice and we want to support them the way they supported us, especially for the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so $42, you get four 10 ounce pours. It's a vertical and you have a week to go. So you don't have to chase times. You don't have to be like, Oh my God, I got to be there at 2 PM for the tapping. No, you just show up at 2 PM. If you want to show up at 11 AM, I think they're, I mean, they're open up pretty early, so you can get there early. You can get there, you know, late and finish your night you can go the uh the the few times that we've done it uh i know nick i think's joined us before uh yep, go yep. see the lions game go watch the lions game that's a three three and a half hour game you could drink you know all of it yourself or share it with a friend um but uh we got to go back I, I was killing time trying to get to the, the facebook page because we're going to give away one from the facebook page um and i don't know where the post went because that's just how this world works uh the i i don't see the post at all oh shit oh geez uh as we are live um we are going to be giving away one ticket to that i found it there we go boom uh nick give me a number uh i think we could do one through 20 one through 20 yeah uh we'll go number six Number six. All right. Uh, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five. All right. The winner is going to be Margaret Aaron. Uh, well, I don't know. You have a photo of a dog on your uh, page, so I'm hoping <laughs> you are not a dog. Uh, but uh, Margaret Aaron, you are the winner. Uh, we will be reaching out to you, of course. Um, to get your ticket so that you can pick it up. So that was uh, the second ticket we're giving of two. Um, so make sure you respond to us and get your ticket, and uh, you will have a week to turn it in. 
Uh, we appreciate everyone paying attention to our uh, pages and having fun. Uh, the first thing that I wanted to talk about real quick, I don't know if we talked about it last week, um, but there was a, uh, a, 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 we, you know, we did talk about it because I remember we posted it, uh, but I will reiterate it just because I know, um, it's important to go support this brewery and I'm sure they've probably been behind on a lot of their orders. Uh, but a Trivita beer company over in Colorado, uh, the army veteran Rich Fierro, uh, was at club Q, uh, just a few weeks ago during the, uh, horrific shooting that happened over there was able to stop the shooting itself, uh, to save the lives of many, uh, that were in there. Although there were tragic losses, there was, I believe five people who did not make it out of that, uh, site, but this gentleman, uh, stopped more people from doing that. So a Trevita beer company, A T R E V I D A. You can go over to their website. You can purchase swag from them. And it's important because swag, uh, doesn't really hit their bottom line at all because you can just go in, you can buy swag. Um, you can buy hats, caps. I think they have, uh, I think something called a Mexican hoodie. Um, which I think is like a hemp hoodie. Wendy, you're laughing at me. Is it, do, do you know what it is? <laughs> Have you been to Disney? No. Because they sell them there. I have not. It's like, oh my the, God. Blan- it's like the <laughs> same material as the blankets. Is what blanket? Like it's a woven hoodie. Like a, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Woven. It, I don't know how to explain it, but. Anyways, they've got plenty of stuff you'll for see, you to You'll purchase. know what, you, what it, you're they're talking about when you yeah. see it. So go to their website. We want to make sure we get it out there as uh, this gentleman uh, who deserves to be uh, put up on a pedestal uh, for his heroic efforts. Um, and the best way we can support him not in Colorado is to buy swag. Um, but the second thing I wanted to talk about is... Uh, that the FDA is going to be cracking down, as they are already, on CBD, and food, and beverage brands. Um, so there are products, obviously, that you can purchase with CBD infusion in them. Uh, not too, there, there is plenty in Michigan, but we don't have any major brands because Two Roots has not launched their official CBD brand, I don't think, yet. Um, But in a statement published online yesterday, the agency, which is the FDA, said letters were sent to Mood 33 manufacturer, 111111 brands, candy and coffee maker, naturally infused, CBD FX parent company, Newware Incorporated, gummy and candy brand infusions and beverage snack, pet treat producer, CBD American Shaman. These companies are selling CBD containing products that people may confuse for traditional foods or beverages, which may result in unintentional consumption or overconsumption of CBD. Uh, the FDA said that CBD containing products and forms that are appealing to children, such as gummies, hard candies, cookies are especially concerning. Uh, we are adults here. Um, at least age wise don't necessarily, uh, know about um you know our mentalities but at least our age itself uh so there do do you guys recall a a woman who let their child i believe was at a baseball game drink mike's hard lemonade no i don't recall that she, she did not know that the lemonade the hard lemonade this is way before you know hard seltzer existed and hard sodas and everything um 
so they they gave Mike's Hard Lemonade to a kid, and of course she got in trouble. She didn't know that Mike's Hard Lemonade had uh, alcohol in it. Um, when you see these products, and most of these products can only be sold at a dispensary, um, some places do sell cannabinoid oil, uh, like gas stations and stuff, like CBD. Uh, I don't trust those places, I'm not going to lie. Um, the, the products themselves seem a little shysty. Uh, but those places are obviously selling... Uh, with ID to proper age. People, dispensaries are selling to people with proper age. Is this really just another alcohol? Like, should should we be worried about it getting into the hands of kids, especially for how expensive this shit is, too? Like, this ain't... Wendy? Isn't CBD the portion of, like, weed that is not regulated it it does not give you the high it does not have the thc so uh yes to my knowledge cbd is not necessarily regulated like i i thought that that was not regulated for a reason i guess i'm like it's not like they were giving them gummies that had thc in them that make them high like what it was the what is the downside of giving them the cbd i mean honestly with with cbd obviously there there are things that you know it it does cause drowsiness or lethar you know lethargy like it makes you sleepy but in the same sense you're not going to overdose it's probably not as bad as caffeine to these kids or sugar to these kids um you're not going to od on cbd especially um just just the way it is i just don't see it, it just seems like they're they're looking for problems right yeah yeah i would agree i i nobody's going to because i mean we give cbd to our pets like we it's it's over the counter it's easy it's it's not a attracted to kids but i mean it's it's attract as as attractive to kids as it is maybe alcohol and maybe that's where they're getting at so where they want to have some type of legislation to where it's kind of like a, how alcohol is sold or resold or available in public um but i mean i'm a i'm, I'm a pro thc pro cbd person so i can't really Say it because so, I, I think alcohol's. Who is it that wants to limit this again? The FDA. Okay. Well, they're like ten years behind on everything, so <laughs> yes, they are. I just don't think there's there's anything to really go through. I mean, CBD is expensive enough to where kids aren't going to get it. Um, and adults aren't going to give it to kids, but I mean, even so, like adults give, uh, adults give CBD and THC to kids when they, they give them it. Benadryl. Oh shit. Yeah. And you can buy that oh, over yeah. the counter. 
yeah, there there are so many worse things to worry about within this. And um, one of the things on this article is, is the FDA warning letters represent a blow for the CBD category as brands have long struggled to operate in a legal gray zone while awaiting regulatory approval. Despite major alcohol distributors like Southern Glazers and Breakthrough Beverage taking on CBD-infused brands over the past year, many mainstream, mainstream retailers still refuse to carry CBD food and beverages before the government delivers definitive approval i i mean because it's technically made from marijuana made from hemp that and and hemp oil is different than cbd oil like those those are two completely different products so i think people just don't there's enough study on cbd and hemp and thc and marijuana that exists to make an answer but i think it's just because they don't want to make the answer Honestly, you, need you know to raise what? more taxes. <laughs> Fucking a the, the amount of taxes. Like for, oh first gosh. of all, I, I this is going to be very political, and I understand this, but I feel like <laughs> it's a high percentage issue. Just fucking legalize it federally, tax it, collect the fucking money. Yeah, because you do not understand. Like, it, it, and let. You know what? Instead, let states de- uh, criminalize it. Let states criminalize it. Legalize it federally. Let states criminalize it. Just like we have laws on alcohol all across the country. You could create THC laws as to the amount of milligrams per drink, amount of milligrams per food. Um, but allow them to bank. Allow them to... Uh, when, when we had episode 300 with uh, Eric Brigham on talking from Two Roots and talking about how hard it is to make THC products because you can't take THC across state lines. I can't buy Ohio weed and make it a product here in Michigan. I can't buy Illinois weed and make it a product, or I can't sell my Michigan weed product in Illinois. Like, there, we just need to fix this shit. We thought it was really funny when we went to Toledo last weekend to get the mad elf which when is trogues going to be on the show have uh, they agreed yet i i have not heard anything from them <laughs> i should have come on i talk about you every stinking week anyways i thought it was interesting when i went i did my hour-long trip to get the mad elf and i was coming back and probably every other billboard was for smoke shops in Michigan or in Michigan? Yeah, talking to the Ohioans that were coming up. Apparently, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of like re- remember when I don't know if it was Indiana. I think it was Indiana was talking because they didn't have any of the COVID closures that we did here in Michigan. And so they were putting up billboards in Michigan saying, hey, come to Indiana, we're open. Um, Right. I mean, it's also the same when uh, Ohio, I think, banned smoking before Michigan. And so there was like a bar right on the border of Michigan and Ohio where people were just going because you could smoke there. And it was right in that state that still allowed it. And... I don't know. I, I've looked at some of the old posts that I had. I'm still a believer that uh, bars should have the ability to buy a license and allow smoking inside. Mm. Just, I'm a smoker and I don't agree with that. I I mean, I don't smoke and I, I 
don't like and and I've definitely having gone to a few uh working when I worked at Toast like having gone to a few smoke bars after the fact and like oh shit I did smell like this didn't I walking out yeah um but if you have bars cuz even before the smoking ban existed in Michigan you had bars that were smoke free that people went to because they were smoke free and if you have the ability to make it smoke free or not smoke free i mean um i know we're completely off topic but who cares <laughs> this is our show um, i personally don't care about going outside i would much rather do that than come home and have to wash my winter coat because it smells so bad mm-hmm. no i get it but i that's that's why i wish there was a license that you could just buy to allow it and then that's it. Like there, there are bars that are smoke free because they don't want to pay for the license, and they're going to sell it that they're smoke free. And there are bars that'll be like, "Hey, come smoke here," because you, you know, you know, a bar you're not going to is the random third shift bar in Dearborn that opens up at seven a.m. for all the third shifters to come drink after their that's shift. That's true. Like, yeah. like you're you're not going there, and that's the the. They are going to cater towards the people that they want. Like Augie's over in Madison Heights, as much as we've joked about them on this show before, have become a a lot more upscale um, over the last probably five, six years. And it's hysterical to think because they were a fucking dive. Um, Yes, they were. Not not like a a ha-ha. They were just, they were a dive that tried to be cool. And now they're, you know, just trying to be cool because it, it, I love I love the place. Yeah, that place was like banging on Thursday nights, man. Three dollar forty ounces of Guinness. Fuck, sign me up. Food was always great. Yeah, I I, that place at one point had nightclub vibes. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you couldn't even walk without banging into somebody. But that's that's the thing is is that like I I think that bars should have the ability to do it, and I think also when we start. increasing the amount of weed bars um the ability to mix and match and the ability to you know treat adults like adults um because yeah if if you're if you're gonna drink and drive you're gonna drink and drive whether there's a it's a weed bar or not if you're gonna mix you're gonna mix whether you're mixing it in the car before you go into the bar or after you leave the bar like the, you, it doesn't increase the the rate, in my opinion. In my opinion. For our show. I agree with that. So that's two out of three right now. Um, but yeah, that's that's the whole FDA is going to regulate the CBD. That's the news segment. Uh, we yes. gave away two tickets to Bourbon County over at... Three Nick scoreboard. There's still tickets available. $42 gets you 40 ounces of uh, Bourbon County 2022, 2021, 2020, and 2019. 10 ounces of each. Uh, our sponsors, thank you so much. Tuna Liquor and North Center Brewing. Uh, if you guys listened all the way to this part, go download the goddamn Michigan Brewery Map app. It's free. It's easy. Go join us in the Michigan awesome. Craft Beer Discord. Uh, go find me. I'm all over the place in the Michigan Beer Reddit. Detroit area craft beer enthusiasts on Facebook and other places. Um, that is going to do it. We will not be live next week. No live show next week. We will be at Four Elf over in Marshall, Michigan, at the Roke Horse Beer Garden. Uh, Dark Roke, Roke Horse. 
We'll figure it out. We'll workshop it before we go live. <laughs> uh, we'll be recording actually I like th- Road Course. three episodes over there. Uh, so stay tuned for that. So we'll still have episodes next week. We'll be back in two weeks live with Albion Malleable out of Albion, Michigan. And no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's better on draft. Have a good night. Hold my blunt. <laughs> Peace.